Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mama's Pearls. I'm your hostess, Cynthia, and here at Mama's Pearls, we like to take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. It's been an amazing couple of weeks here, and um, I've been enraptured with hosting some beautiful events that are bringing community together, as well as my friends together, as well as my daughter's friends together. I've recently hosted a, um, well, it's been two weeks and two parties. Last week I hosted a dinner party um, for my husband's 40th birthday, and that was partly sponsored by Formigo. And I'm so delighted to tell you guys more about this today, as well as talk about my daughter's birthday, which we celebrated yesterday, and I hosted like 20 little girls in, in my home, and it was just amazing. And every time I go to plan for a party, I think about how my mom really trained me to notice the details and be as welcoming as possible, that there is something so special about bringing people around the table and comforting really through food. Um, We eat, that's forgiven, all day long, seven days a week. And I've come to realize that I probably eat more than I practice law. And what's special about it is when you get through, when you get through the commonalities of what really connects us as, um, as a community, it's usually through celebration. It's through appreciation. It's through gratitude. It's through common things, you know, like shopping and Shopping, food shopping. I mean, I can't tell you how many moms I see on a regular, regular weekday when I just hop into my local supermarket. And in my town, we have about four larger supermarkets, and then you know, Whole Foods is a little bit outside of or outside of my town. And we've kind of come into this place, and I don't want to call it a trend, but it's been a trend be more aware and conscious of what it is we're eating. And we've talked in the past on Mama's Pearls with some other um, holistic food nutritionists, including Lori Bornstein um, from Life Intake, about the importance of, of eating locally, of eating seasonally, that it's just basically what our bodies are naturally inclined to do and, and everything just becomes easier on the system, which leads me to... Um, so one of the pearls that I keep thinking about about in, in this call, which is let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And our, our awareness is becoming so where you, you, you're not allowed to, especially as a parent, to just walk into a food store and just buy anything. You know, everything's so processed, everything's so, um, just so crappy these days. And brands and foods that we've eaten since childhood or that we've grown up on is that no longer really accessible to even see your own children with? And when I 
was thinking about today and really talking about our topic, which is Farm Fresh Funds, and the underlying movement that's happening with Farm to Table, um, with the, with the farm, with bringing things more farm to table, is really like I don't want to have to think so hard in the middle of my day when I have like a half an hour window to go into the supermarket and get my food shopping done for the week. I don't have to think so hard about where my my food is coming from. And taking it a step further, most people now want to do good with their dollars. They want to feel good with the food that they're putting in their body. So knowing more of a backstory of where your food is coming from just helps the whole process make the eating feel easier. Easier on your system, easier on your, on your bank account because most people don't mind spending, um, spending more money or spending any money when we know that it's going to a good cause or it's going to a larger purpose rather than just gaining our immediate satisfaction. And we just feel our bodies will feel better just knowing that there's less stress involved. And once you start getting into reading the labels and really like going through the, the tongue twisters of trying to figure out like your ingredients, there's this instinctual need to want to keep things simple. And our bodies are designed and they're so gentle and intricate and crazy. It's just amazing how our bodies work in general with all our moving parts that we want to make it easy on our, on our body when we're putting food in it. So this moving awareness is extended when you say, okay, not only am I going to take the responsibility to feed myself, but now as a parent, I have a responsibility to feed my children. And when I'm bringing guests into my house, whether it is a you know, bunch of adults or if it's a group of six-year-olds, you want to be conscious about what you're putting into, into your offerings and that's then going to be carried into their systems and their worlds. And, you know, it's like happy cow, happy, happy person. And that's why when, you know, there's more stricter standards, almost when it comes to looking at whether a food, um, a food or a farm or a manufacturer should be classified as organic. So, um, so here's where I want to pick up in our conversation because, again, the party that we held last week in honor of my, 40th, my husband's 40th was so amazing, so beautiful, it was so warm and inviting, and I really was just so honored that Flamingo even offered the opportunity to say, you know, look, we, we want to extend, extend our reach and our awareness in your community, and we'd be happy to sponsor a dinner party for you and your friends. It was just such a beautiful experience, and I first came to even know that Flamingo existed through my good friend Janet Mermel, who is a um, holistic health counselor and INN graduate. If you guys don't know what INN is, we've talked about it. It has been mentioned a few times. It's the Integrative Institute of Nutrition. And, um, and Joshua, Joshua, who is the founder of it, is, is somewhat of a celebrity in the countercultural food and nutri- nutrition and, and um, holistic world. And I think, again, like, I eat more than I practice law, and I probably should have went that way. So when Janet first brought this Farmigo into the community, which is a farm-to-table experience, I immediately signed up, and I've been enjoying our weekly experience ever since because it's not only 
it's helping me know that I'm bringing food from our local farms here in New York to my table and into the lives of my family and my friends who come to dine with me. But it's also been this beautiful weekly event where I can go and I can see all the wonderful women and fellow moms in our community. So with that, I would love to welcome Janet onto Mama's Pearls. Janet, are you on? Yes, I'm on. Thank you, Cynthia, for that wonderful introduction. Thank you so much for, for once, picking up on the trends and running with it. So I wanted to hear from you from your, from your, you first before we've hopped over to Jessica from Farmingo, just a little bit more about how you first heard of it and what inspired you to into our community as, as their champion. I was approached by Farmigo um, probably six months ago, and I thought it was such a unique idea. What Farmigo does is they link up local farmers with communities. So they approached me to be a champion, and they said, just come up with a site. You could do it out of your house, out of your office. I chose my office because it's a little more central to town. And they said, we will do all the work for you. We will link up with the farmers. All you have to do is find the people. So I went out and I found you and I found a great group of women to start this off with and everybody basically logs on to a website, simpleeasyfarmigo.com slash my name. They log on by Sunday night. They place an order for whatever they want. So it's kind of like um, freshdirect.com or peapod.com where you, link, you uh, click on the link and you pick exactly what you want for the week and it's delivered to my office on Wednesday. So the food is actually harvested on Monday. The Monday after they receive the order, it's harvested and it's delivered to Farmigo on Wednesday morning, 5 a.m. It's as fresh as can be. And then the people, the community comes and picks up the food on Wednesday afternoon. So you're getting this food when it's been ripened on the vine. It's local. It's delicious. And everybody has been so thrilled with the quality of the food. I mean, people are commenting on how the difference between a Farmigo carrot and a supermarket carrot is huge. Right. And right. I, had a, I had one of my community mm-hmm. members actually tell me that when she first started ordering from Farmigo, she had some supermarket carrots in her refrigerator. And so she did a comparison, like a taste test with her kids. She said, here you go, here's this kind of carrot and this kind of carrot. Tell me which one tastes better to you. And the kids both knew which one was from, from Farmigo because it's such a huge difference in the flavor. And I found that my job for, as the cook for the family is so much easier because I don't really have to spice my food or flavor my food or right. really add right. anything to it anymore. I could just put a little oil on it, throw it in the oven, and it comes out and it's fragrant, it's delicious, and my kids are eating everything. This is so true. I, I mean, the, the best food is when it's, it's as simple as can be and just a little hint of something to, to enhance the natural flavors versus trying to take a food that's been manufactured or, or not harvested um, freshly or, or organically and all of a sudden you're taking everything out of your, your spice cabinet to try and give it some oomph. So yeah. I totally, totally notice a difference there. And, and Farmigo has been also like introducing me to foods that I really would have just passed by. Um, and when I see it pop up as an option, like I get excited to try a purple carrot. I didn't really know mm-hmm. a purple carrot. And, like, they're awesome. Right. 
and they just right. want and to people, like... Right, and people aren't often sure why would you choose a purple carrot over an orange carrot, but every color has a different function in the body. So, for example, orange is great for your skin and for your overall, um, for your blood, and it's uh, orange foods like squash or sweet potatoes or carrots are good for one thing, but purple carrots are actually good for longevity. So if you think of purple as the color of longevity, for example, red wine has resveratrol in it. That purple is what makes you live longer and live a higher quality life. So that purple carrot serves a totally different function from the orange carrot. No wonder why purple is my favorite color. Yeah, and (laughs) that's... That's why it's so important to eat the colors of the rainbow. You know, yellow is important for immune function, like lemons. And um, every, every color serves, serves you in a different way. So Fermigo has really brought a lot of different kinds of foods our way, like kohlrabi. People never heard of kohlrabi. What is that? <laughs> so it's been I don't really think I've, tri- I've tried I haven't tried that yet either. What, what is that? It's also a root vegetable. It's available in the the winter season, and it's great roasted. It tastes a little bit starchy, almost like a potato, but it's also a delicious vegetable that a lot of people are now enjoying through Farmigo. So so what is the difference between um, having this service and a CSA? So I, I was a member of a CSA for two years here in Port Washington, and with a CSA, the farmers grow what they want to grow or whatever they feel is in season and, and best for their farm, and then they pack up your box with those, um, with those foods every week. And so every Wednesday, I would receive a box full of whatever they had chosen for me, and it was great because the food was extremely fresh also, and it was in season, and it was low on pesticides or organic. Um, Actually, the one that I was doing was organic. And the problem that I saw with it was that I wasn't really getting to choose what I wanted. So I still had to go to the supermarket and load up on all the foods that I like to eat or whatever I needed for a recipe. I would still have to go to Whole Foods or Stop and Shop. And what Farmigo presented to me was so unique because I got to pick what I wanted from the farm instead of the farmer choosing for me. So it took took out that that equation, and I really don't have to go to the supermarket as often anymore. I fill in the gaps a little bit. There are certain things right. like <clears throat> that I still need to go for, but um, for the most part, I get everything I need from Farmigo now. Right. I mean, I still find them in the supermarket every other day for something, but um, <laughs> but my base vegetables, are, you know, I, I now do specifically through Farmigo, and you know, we do have a local farmer's market in town, which is great as well, but it's in our time it's only in the mornings on a Saturday. I'm like, I'm never up and, and there by then. So I like the flexibility of being able to go online, do what my choices are every week, know that it's it's like it's a prop for, for me to think about the week ahead and planning my menu, and then it's much more convenient for me to pick up on a Wednesday or pick up later from, later from your house right. as soon as my window. Um, so with this awesome introduction, I wanted to welcome Jessica from Farmigo onto Mama's Pearls. Jessica? Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Hi. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I mean, you really started a foodie revolution in our town. Oh, that's great been, to hear. Oh, it's been so much fun um, and so delicious along the way. And one of the questions that that I get when I talk about it is, you know, is everything organic? And what is the difference between local and organic 
mean when we're looking at the service? Right, absolutely. So um, not everything on the Farmigo website is certified organic, and we're very transparent about that. So you can actually, on each individual item, read about the producer if you just you know, click the farmer underneath, and it will say if they're certified organic or what their growing practices are. And we do offer both certified organic and family generational farms that are um, smaller. And you know, in many instances, using practices that you would be very comfortable with, but they haven't gone through the very expensive and rigorous you know, um, you know, uh, certification. So right. you can you know, make the choice if you're comfortable um, you know, ordering from small local family generational farmers that do not have an organic certification, you can choose to, or you can simply omit those and not put those items in the cart. But we do have you know, very high standards, and we develop relationships with all of our farmers. We've visited a number of the farms as well. So we are um, you know, very selective with the farmers that we can right. choose to represent on our website. Right. I mean, I, I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand is just how expensive and rigorous, rigorous of a process it is to become certified organic. And from what I understand, and I don't know if it's true with every farm that you guys source from, is that when you hear local family generational farms that they do pretty much practice organic practicing and farming, they just haven't paid the money to go through the process. Right, absolutely. You know, this land, this is their livelihood, and of course they want to take care of it the best that they can. Um, you know, also, for example, if you have, um, you know, you go through the process, the intense bookkeeping, you know, inviting people to visit your farms, you know, frequently to, you know, maintain this, uh, this certification, and then a non-organic seed blows into your field, you know, from a truck that drives by, you're no longer an organic farm. Um, right. So, which is what, which is what I understand is the whole underground, underlying um, real problem with the GM, GMOs. Yes, yeah, that's exactly is that's exactly what happens. But um, but aside from that, you know, I love that I can go on and know exactly where my food is coming from. You know, like if I get a bag potato, I just go up to like mom and pa food farm mm-hmm. and like ball them out versus having to like complain to customer service and you know, just know it it doesn't really matter as much. Like I think there's just this stronger connection that you have and you just feel good knowing that I can literally click on to your site and see where my food is coming from and see the backstories. You know, so many problems with like the nameless faces corporations is that they've been nameless and faceless and you're kind of then taken through the marketing the marketing journey of, of filling in the blanks of, of the story which you know what they want you to hear. Um, so I think keeping it real in in the sense helps just helps personify the entire buying and, and food process. Absolutely. So I just love it. So, um, so basically, you know, from when I started Farmigo, like back when Janet first introduced it, it just seems like there every week there's something new. Um, is that intentional on Farmigo's part? Like, what's the long-term strategy, and how has the how has the offerings changed? Well, you know, right now it is the winter, so of course there's not um, you know the abundance of 
local fresh produce that we'll see during the spring and the summer. So what we're trying to do is we sent out a survey, and of course we're trying to have a robust selection um, so that you can really do most of your shopping through Farmigo. We've added a number of tabs. Um, we've recently added freshly baked bread from Tomcat Bakery, as well as gluten-free bread from Free Bread. They're both uh, baked in Long Island City, Queens at 1 a.m. on the morning that you receive it on Wednesday. Um, so we're trying to keep a robust selection so that you can shop conveniently through Farmigo. But we've also tried to really listen to what our customers like and allow them to help curate our marketplace as well. So we sent out a survey and people said that they wanted to see more local meats, that they wanted a larger selection of milk. We offer you know, a number of uh, you know, different kinds of milk that you can choose from. So we try to offer something new each week to kind of um, you know, keep people excited, and I think that as things come in season, there's nothing more exciting than the first peach of the season or, you know, the first acorn squash of the fall. And to have that delight in your life, um, to really appreciate things um, and not always have them, I think just makes the food so much more special as well. I totally, I totally agree with that. And, you I mean, when you added the cheeses, it was just awesome. Like your ricotta cheese best thing ever. <laughs> so yeah, and the burrata cheese is dangerously, dangerously tasty. <laughs> it's dangerously tasty. But the, the ricotta cheese, like I, I keep finding myself going on to websites to try and find different recipes that I can add it to. I mean, like any excuse to add that onto something, like I'll take it. Um, <laughs> and you guys do also post some recipes. Um, Janet, I know we've talked about you, you getting more active with providing recipes as well because I think your, your knowledge of just, you know, the, the, the underlying how food can really be your medicine is just, I mean, that, that's gold. That information is gold. So um, the more you can help us understand how, how we should be serving it, how we should be combining it, how we should, you know, look to feed our children growing and developing bodies as well as, like, you know, the parents' bodies, you know, the better off I think we're all going to be in having that information shared. Yeah. there And there is a big debate between local and organic. I've gotten that question a lot also. That's something that mm -hmm. you were just touching on. Um, mm -hmm. And pe people often approach me and they're like, you know, you're a health coach. What do you what do you think is better? And I I really wasn't sure at first because I was an organic shopper for so many years. I thought that was the best because there are so many studies that show that organic food has so much more nutrition in it than conventional food. But then right. I discovered that local has even more, I mean, organic local is the best. That's the gold standard. But if you had right. to choose local or organic, local food has so much more nutrition for you because it's allowed to ripen on the vine. That means it is drawing out all of the nutrition from the soil for longer. It's in the sun for longer. And, and that food is just, it's your medicine, like you're saying, Cynthia, that's, that's your medicine. Eating that food is, will provide your body with everything it needs, and your body recognizes it. Your body knows exactly what it is, as opposed to processed packaged food, which it has no idea what that is. It doesn't understand the chemicals and, and the additives in the food. So you're much better off going and eating a local apple than an apple that was grown thousands of miles away, because it's so much more nutritious for you. Right, and and when when Lauren was on the on the show, she was also saying that it's it's basically because 
this is the earth that we, we're living in. If you're based in New York, you are and should be eating New York-based foods. Um, and, you, you know, I think the next movement and what's kind of happening already is for people to be their own micro-farmers <laughs> and grow, the, grow everything themselves. But I do think that just getting into the soil aspect, there's, there, you know, it's a delicate process of getting the right balance in your soil to, to maximize the nutrients and more conventional farmers and manufacturers who just rely on pesticides, they basically over-farm to the point where the soil isn't rich anymore versus local and organic. It's, it's more of a natural process. So the, the food, the nutrients is kind of recycling back and giving, giving itself time to recultivate. And we kind of, like, forget how that all works. We just want our food as easily as convenient mm. as possible. And and I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, I shouldn't need to, as a, as a food shopper, be so well educated in the process. I really shouldn't. It's like, I feel like as, I do have a responsibility because I'm the parent, and I should be, you know, aware of what's going in my in my body. But I really feel like companies need to undertake that responsibility for themselves, and mm-hmm. just like across the board, all the standards just need to raise up. So, you know, we don't get killed just by a commercially processed food, <laughs> or by the bread and subway. <laughs> for yeah, that I mean, it's it's just you know, it's just. I just think that the, the responsibility and the blame is, is so misplaced and there's such that added pressure on the consumers to be the expert in food manufacturing. Like, no, this is how this is how and why we're an interdependent society. We depend on each other to, to pull our own ranks and, and be responsible in the process of what it is we're doing in this world. So, mm-hmm. you know, so understanding a little bit better what the difference between local and organic is, um, you know, one of the things, one of the components of that is understanding the, the use of pesticides in it. And from what I understand, it's not just the, you know, that everybody uses pesticides. There's organic pesticides and then there's, chem, you know, chemical-based, but it's still pesticides. It's still, um, it's still a, a combination, a formula that's intended to ward off or kill insects. So there's still like that death by bug juice um, mm. feeling, you know, either way, whether it's going with a more conventional or um, a conventional chemical-based pesticide or more, quote-unquote, organic-based formulas. So um, and understanding that a little bit more, again, like I think as a consumer, there should definitely be an awareness out there, but I don't want to really have to know and understand all those chemicals that go into it and the difference it has. I mean, you can just tell me, like, pesticides, not great. If it kills one form of species, it's probably not good for another. That's very true. Fur- yeah, I don't want to have to think any further further than that. So I think what you guys have both brought to the table and to our, to our town is this real um, comfort level, this true connection that we have through the foods and honest and building like that trust with through Farmingo with these farmers that it's really directly linking through them and feeling a comfort level to bring them to our table and bring them into our lives um, and into our bodies. 
first, and I've said it before in Mama's World, like the three most intimate things like we do on this earth is breathe because it has something, you know, you're constantly breathing the air. It's going into your body, and anything that affects your body is a very intimate experience. Sex and food. Um, so the more we can help make that clean and fun, <laughs> all those three processes, like the more psyched I am with that. And again, just knowing that you're in our community, John, and as a champion with Armingo and Jessica behind you, it just gives me an extra level of comfort that, that again, that my, my community, at least my, my direct microcosm here, is, um, is being treated very, very respectfully and, and with a ton of love and vital nutrients. So just in the remaining time that we have, I wanted to, um, again, thank you both for being with us and to share that, that Framingo is, offer, is generously offering a first-time-off coupon for, for our listeners. Jessica, do you remember offhand what it is? I believe it's first off. Yes, yep. So the, the coupon code is first time, F-I-R-S-T-T-I-M-E. And you can use that on your first order, uh, and it gives you $5 off your first order of $30 or more. And to find the closest Farmigo food community, you can visit www.farmigo, F-A-R-M-I-G-O.com. Or to find Janet's community, if you are in Port Washington, it's, what is your site, Janet? It's farmigo.com slash Janet Mermel. That's J-A-N-E-T-M-E-R-M-E-L. Awesome. And I will also make sure to post that onto my Facebook page, my Mama's Pearls Facebook page, as well as our website, which is www.mamaspearls.com. And you continue to follow me. You can continue to find to find Janet as well as Farmigo on Facebook and keep up and keep tuned into this new farm-to-table movement that is so readily accessible and available and easy to do for you and your family. Thank you again, Janet. Thank you again, Jessica. It was my honor to host you guys today. Thank you Thank again you so for the amazing dinner party and Janet for our weekly parties that we have at your office. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank it's a you. pleasure. Okay. Thank you, guys. Okay. Bye. So everyone, again, that was that was amazing. I truly, truly love those two women, and I've got and have gotten to know Farmigo on a deeper level, and it's been really exciting to jump in with them from the beginning and see how it's just expanded um, as a company as well as as um, as a community in in our in our world, and just be mindful. You know, this is Cynthia from Mama's Pearls reminding you to to say I love you. Take that time that we need to really focus on who we are bringing into our lives, into our community, and taking that extra step in being aware of what we serve and feed them. So hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time on Mama's Pearls.